guess what? We're back. Welcome to Season 3 of the Warrior's Way Podcast. You are listening to Episode 103. Guess what? Yep, you got it. I'm James Eek. And before we get going, I've got a question for you, folks. Would you like to study martial arts, fitness, and meditation, and maybe a few more things from me? Well, thanks to the marvels of modern science and the magic of the interwebs, now you can. That's right. It's also why it took so long to get Season 3 to you. (laughs) The Warrior's Way online training program is now available for you to train with me from wherever you are around the world. The way it works, pretty simple. You choose from one of three annual memberships that offer everything from you working on your own with the program that I put together to me, Taylor, making a one-on-one virtual training program for you. Not only is the Warrior's Way online training program packed with information and knowledge bombs, but I've made it so it's affordable for anyone to get involved, wherever you are. Whether you're looking for online martial arts classes, looking to get more fit, learning how to meditate, hey, you're going to find it on the Warrior's Way online training program. If you are listening to this as it comes out, yeah, there's still a few website bells and whistles that are being worked on, but the bones of the Warrior's Way online training program are ready to go. All the videos are there. Everything is ready. So head over to www.warriorsway.life. That's www.warriorsway.life. And don't be... I can't think of a good word. <laughs> Sign up today. And uh, you know what? If you act now, you can get a copy of my latest ebook. It's on there as well. So just look for it under books. And uh, it's called Just Breathe. And it'll help you with your breath work. And I hope to see you there soon. And before we get going, I just want to welcome you back for Season 3 of Warrior's Way Podcast. It's been a long time coming due to two things. First of all, yeah, the creation of the Warrior's Way online training program was a ton of work. I'm talking lots of videos. We are talking not just about videos, but planning and shooting those videos and editing them and, yeah, all the rest of it. Then, of course, yep, there's the pandemic To say it hasn't had profound impacts on life, both yours and mine, would be ridiculous. Unless you're one of those idiots that believe it's a plandemic. And if you are one of those idiots, turn this thing off. Because this is about figuring out the truth, not living in fantasy land. My martial arts school in Victoria, British Columbia, has been closed due to government-imposed restrictions since November until now, and I'm recording this in March, so we're talking about six months. And you know, despite the fact that this pandemic has really gutted the martial arts, because let's face it, training in person during a plague isn't necessarily the most responsible thing to do. Not to, you know, shame you if you've been doing it, but... Shake your head, bud. I have to say, I'm glad that the province of British Columbia did the hard thing and restricted anything that was seen as a high risk. 
Does it suck? Oh yeah, it sucks. Is there any part of this past year that hasn't sucked? Well, there's maybe a few things. I'm not naive, and I know there are folks out there who still choose to teach and train behind closed doors despite being told it was a dumb idea. What I hope is that all of you who listen to this, first of all, supported your martial arts school, whether it was open or not, or teaching on Zoom. Because let's face facts here, folks. Your membership fees likely aren't lining your instructor's pocket right now. It's probably going towards paying a portion of the rent, the rest of which they're probably covering themselves, so that when all of this is done, you have somewhere to train. And that'd be fun. The other option, of course, is that you don't support your school, and when the pandemic ends, you find yourself with nowhere to train or have to find some other option. And as we all know, sometimes those other options are, well, I'll just leave it there. If you bailed on your instructor in your school, well, don't expect that you'll be getting the warm and fuzzies if you decide after the threat of COVID passes to bless the mats with your presence again. I'm sure they'll probably be like, come on, it's okay, I get it. But COVID has really taught us some valuable lessons, like the stupidity, selfishness, and greed of some people. But it's also shown us that when the bottom falls out in this life, there are people in our lives who stick with you and have your back. I know I've had them in my life. For those students who have stuck with me, and for those of you out there who have stuck to your instructor through the thick and thin of this crazy time, you're better than gold. What's better than gold? I don't know, maybe platinum. You're platinum. (laughs) Well done. Let's get to this. Invincibility is a paradox. On the surface, the word may conjure up ideas of a stoic, no pain, no gain, mental toughness, or even reckless teenagers acting like they're invulnerable. But true invincibility, which I define as the ability to be with and get through whatever comes your way, is the opposite. It doesn't come from trying to be tough. It comes from vulnerability, from allowing ourselves to experience the difficult parts of being human and seeing we can be with them. As many of us have had to learn firsthand over the past year, one of my first meditation students was a woman called Chandra, and Chandra had struggled with alcoholism for over a decade. When she came to me, she was recently sober and dealing with high levels of stress and unresolved grief from the passing of her mother several years earlier. Mindfulness practice was immediately impactful on Chandra. It reduced her stress, helped her to process the grief, and gave her a sense of peace she had not experienced before. It was a remarkable transformation to witness. A year into working together, however, she stopped coming to our sessions. I reached out to her, but I didn't hear back. I knew Chandra's father had been sick, and I feared his dis- her disappearance was related to his taking a turn for the worse. Given that she had lost her mother only a few years prior and only just moved out of the intense grief, I was worried this was going to be too much for her. Months later, though, Chandra returned to our sessions and confirmed that her father had passed away. Yet at the end of class, through tears, she gently said, Thank you and went on to tell me that being present for her father's death was one of the most painful, yet the most beautiful experiences of her life. 
When her mother died, she explained, the way she got through it was alcohol. It was too much pain to handle, so she numbed herself through the experience. She spent the following years working through the unprocessed grief as well as the regret she felt for not being lucid during her mother's passing. Going through the death of her father, now sober, and with her mindfulness training, she was able to stay present through the pain. She couldn't console her kids as or she could console her kids as they grieved the loss of their grandpa, and she let herself laugh and cry with her siblings as they recalled memories of their father, and she was able to be at her dad's bedside for his final breaths. Although it was one of the most painful times of her life, she said the experience softened her heart, deepened her connection to her spirituality, and brought her closer to her loved ones. This is true invincibility. Several months after the death of her father, Chandra described having a newfound strength and empowerment. After being present through such intense emotional pain and remaining intact, she felt less fearful and anxious in her day-to-day life. Little things that seemed like a big deal, people cutting her off while driving, stress at work, and juggling the various demands of parenting, it all felt small in comparison to what she had been through. Meanwhile, the possibility of bigger things, like if she were to lose her job or get sick or, God forbid, lose another loved one, it all felt less terrifying. It wasn't because she didn't think these things were, would be painful. If anything, she had a new respect for just how painful life can be. Instead, her sense of empowerment came from knowing that she could get through the pain and not be broken by it. Maybe you've had a similar experience over the past year. The most difficult moments of life can bring the greatest growth, perspective, and insight. They can also drop us into vulnerability, making us more receptive to things like love, connection, honesty, and authenticity. We're more likely to connect to the people we care about and reprioritize what is most important in life. Of course, I don't think pain and tragedy are things to seek out. And I'm not saying everything that happens is for the best. But these experiences are a reality of being human. And when we give ourselves permission to experience them, we experience a kind of wholeness and peace that can only come from staying open to life. We develop the confidence that we can survive difficult times. By taking off the mask of invincibility, we cultivate true invincibility. Now that's a great article. This article is from The Paradox of Invincibility by Corey Mascara, a former monk and best-selling author of the book, Stop Missing Your Life. Pretty good. The most difficult moments of our lives can bring the greatest growth, perspective, and insight. And I know I've found this to be true. After I left the regular army, I really bottomed out. I made some really stupid life choices. And well, to be honest, I learned from the truly dumb mistakes of my life to the point that I don't even really feel like that I'm that same person I was back then in so many ways. And that kind of tells you something. Difficult moments and events in our lives can, if we work with it, 
be some of the best teaching moments. It can be some of the best teachers. The same goes with living through the dark, deep haze of COVID. Has it been easy? Yeah, no way. But when I look back on the past year, I'm amazed by the work that I've done. I built a pretty impressive video-based Warriors Way online training program. I've deepened my Zen practice to the place it has never been before. I've painted more than I have in years. And most wild, (laughs) I've taught myself how to play the violin. And I'm not just talking and scratching and squeaking, but actually playing the thing and sounding pretty good and better every day. I think that this is the key thing. Every day. Getting better. Every day. That means you have to be honest. Life can really hit us with curveballs. We can question who we are, who we were, why this happened, why that happened. But if we take what we're given and get better, do better as a result, well, that's really something if you think about it. Of course, it doesn't make COVID suck any less. It doesn't it doesn't make any of the rough stuff suck less it doesn't make covid <clears throat> excuse me it doesn't make covid suck any less that i'm painting more <laughs> it doesn't make covid suck any less that i started the online training business but it's the fact that i'm making the most of it that I'm living a life on the road to becoming better and learning from not just my life, but my past feelings. And this goes for all of us. And that is something, well, maybe not to be proud of, but to smile and acknowledge that you've done your best. Of course, the other option is to just keep churning in the mud. Mindfulness or meditation has a power to do it. It can really show us that there is more to life. More to life than the errors of our past. And let's face it, we have all made a lot of dumb mistakes. So learn from them and move on. And if you believe you've never made any dumb mistakes, you need to take a good look at your life. Before you throw rocks at somebody's windows, you better make sure that Your own house is in order. And to be honest, all of us make mistakes. Zen teaches us to be in the present moment, fully in the present moment, and to see the beauty in things, to make the world a better place. If more of us stop being petty and putting blame on others, if more of us stop being cruel, if more of us stopped shooting others down, If more of us started showing compassion and showing kindness and learned new things, supported others, and just generally fully embraced their lives and did cool stuff, imagine the world we would have both individually and collectively if we took all the other garbage out of it. And that's what you get from mindfulness. Living in the light instead of the dark side. 
Life is going to throw curveballs, but what are you going to do with it? And that's what training is all about. True invincibility is not about being tough or hard or unshakable. It's about being human, about being vulnerable, about experiencing life and especially the crappy times. And not just allowing, but fostering the growth that can come from that place. It won't be easy all the time. COVID has really shown us that. But if we learn what meditation teaches us and what training teaches us, we can finally get to a place where we look back and realize that we are new, we are better, we are stronger, and let's face it, we'll be way more interesting people now than we were before. And that's pretty cool if you ask me. But hey, what do I know? Let's go on to... Our question. The question is, it's a good one. How do we move past fear? I think that is a great question. Fear, especially over this past year, is something that can be crippling for many people. My advice would be to make sure you're setting yourself up for dealing with life the best you can. And for me, that means meditation. That should be the cornerstone of your personal training and the way that you start your day and go through it. Throughout the day, have mindful moments where you're checking in with yourself and letting go. Now, don't be afraid to ask those in the know for help if you need it. I can't tell you how beneficial it is to talk to someone who can help you through the twists and turns in life. Fear can lead us to do and think a lot of dumb things. The best thing you can do is notice when it raises its head. Fear doesn't have power if we don't give it power, if we don't feed it, if we don't give into it. So educate yourself. Calm yourself. Open your mind to the actual truth of reality. See your life for what it really is. And this is going to take work. It's going to take effort. It's going to take honesty. But the opposite is giving into fear. And like Yoda would tell you, giving into it can allow fear to lead to the dark side. First step is to be honest with yourself. The next is to do the work. And meditation is going to be a big piece of that puzzle. Don't give in to fear. Start today. Face it. Overcome it. I think a great form of mind training against fear can actually be found in Dune, where it says, I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear is gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. (laughs) Wow, that's powerful stuff. And it is Zen. Of course, the next thing would be Something about the I remaining not being there either. But I think I'll leave it there. So, 
Thanks for tuning in, folks. Season three. Good Lord. Well, we're here. Took a while, and it's good to be back. Once again, please do head over to warriorsway.life and check out the Warriors Way online training program. And best yet, sign up. That would be a cool thing to do. You can find me on Facebook. Look for Warriors Way podcast on there. Or you can find the Eek Academy of Martial Arts there as well. Uh, Instagram, we have the Eek Academy account there where I tend to throw most stuff. I'm not big into social media, I'm not going to lie. So there you have it, folks. Until next time, keep being awesome people. Train hard, have fun, and be a good friend. Take care.